Dude, he was 5'10", but his dick was like, I don't know, 10'7". I will spread for daddy. What the fuck are you doing, Zach? We started Dude, recording. Turn off the AC. What the fuck do you want from me? Why? We can't even hear it. Oh, All right, whatever. It's fine. It was kind of cold. Ooh, you know, I it, it was it was getting I, a little I, frosty. We're drinking some frosty beverages. I know we're already recording, but fans out there, we got some frozen marks. Living it up here in Lynn. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Bodacast. Welcome back to the Bodacast. When's the last time we did one of these motherfuckers? Uh, pre... <laughs> Pre-New Hampshire bender. Correct. So about two weeks ago? Yeah. yeah. No, not wrong. Not wrong. I haven't been on well, in three weeks, so. Represent. Welcome back. Thank yeah, you. I know. Well, guys, we are going to try and do a little Boston-centric podcast for you guys tonight. Uh, we're going to go over Bruins, Red Sox, Celtics, Patriots, not in that specific order. Really still have no idea which fucking order we're going in, but we're just no, going to be... You never really know. We just kind of wing it the entire yeah, time. Yeah, no, good point. It's gut check. If I want to go to Patriots and then, like, mention the Bruins in, like, two seconds, I'll just go for it. Why not? You already that, know we're going to gut check. That's ADHD. Right? Yes. Listen, that's a better way to describe our podcast, I feel like. My primary told me the medication was helping, but I don't see a difference. Any fucking ways. <laughs> Guys, where do you want to start? Brutal silence. Oh, let's start here, guys. So, uh, a couple of big things that have been happening around the sports world. Leonard Fournette uh, signs with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Probably the most expensive backup running back I've ever seen signed. Um, I don't buy into Ronald Jones being RB1 still. I still think it's Leonard Fournette. Even even though Bruce Arians came out and said that he was their guy? No, because this is the season, man. This is the season when stuff comes out that is bullshit quotes that are for the media, and that's exactly what this is. I mean, we're going to have to see. Also, Jake Allen got traded to the Montreal Canadiens. I know, Andrew, you're a you know, Fairweather Blues fan. Um, how do you yeah. feel about that? I, I like Jake Allen. I almost like more than I like Bennington. Um, I don't like Jordan Bennington. But, yeah, I don't like the Canadiens. So. I mean, neither do I, but... Could have picked a better landing spot for him. But that's okay. I mean, in terms of, like, fan bias, but I think it's a good move for the Canadians. But obviously, you guys can check this out. We're doing a really short, like, 30-second to one-minute video segments on our Instagram. James and I already have popped a a couple off. James has two out. I got one. Um, Can't – I honestly can't wait until 22 hits because uh, Chris will at least have one out by then. It's going to be great. What did you say? (laughs) What did you say? He's talking <laughs> shit over there. I'm right. just talking shit. I love you, buddy. Wow. All right, guys. We're so, anyways, check it out on Instagram. Um, really cool kind of segment we're going to try and start doing. Uh, I think it's going to be better than trying to pop a blog out every five seconds. I'm still gonna. No, no. You're still gonna. I got it. Google game for life. Uh, guys, you know what? Let's, let's start with probably the most disappointing child in – in the city of Mama Boston right now, and that is the Red Sox. Um, I, again, not a baseball fan, but I, I even think Rocky from that episode of SpongeBob could do better at playing baseball than the Red Sox are at this point. I don't know. You want anybody, anybody have thoughts on that? Hey, in my defense, at least the Red Sox have a win, two actually, since 2011. So Bruins are yeah, a little they- flat. 
I don't like the math, but yeah, no, you're you're, you're definitely right. Um, back on uh, the but Red yes, Sox. the Red Sox have hit absolute rock bottom. First, they traded away Betts. Uh, just recently, they traded away Mitch Moreland and Kevin Pillar, who is doing so absolutely stupid. outstanding. What is wrong with them, man? Oh. So, <laughs> who's next? Uh, well, no one, thankfully. Um, <laughs> but this is like I, I've said this at the beginning of the year. Expect a roller coaster because this is what High and Bloom does. Uh, he did it. Rebuilt the Rays almost the same way. He didn't have yeah. to go as deep with the cuts. But he's a guy who is going to build your farm system and set you up for years instead of Dave Dombrowski, who set us up for now. Well, I mean, like, I feel like I feel like Dave Dombrowski is just your sugar daddy. I mean, like, you're getting a lot of money up front, but he's going to cut you loose when, when the job's over. And, you know, High and Bloom is, you know, he's that, he's the one. Like, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna, you find him. He's a good boy. You find a good boy to marry. I still don't think it's not Bloom's Sorry, fault it consistently, though. Had a long day. Dombrowski really ruined that team, as we found out. I mean, we've said throughout. I wrote a blog on Pedroia's contract is through 2021, and that's just dead money right there. And it's not worth it to cut him from his contract because they owe him so much guaranteed. And then you got like, I mean, it's just our pitching right now is atrocious. Our relievers, almost every single reliever has over a six point something ERA. So we're almost guaranteed. Our pitching is guaranteed to give up at least four runs a game. Yeah, uh, but looking towards the future with it, uh, the Sox are definitely in position to get Rocker right now, that pitcher out of Vanderbilt, the Vanderbilt machine. So I think they have two prospects that are top five, potentially. Yeah, I, I mean, can't deny that they're definitely doing a decent job of building for the future. But you'd like to see them utilize a little bit more of the talent that they already had and, you know, try to lock down the younger superstars that are already on the team. It's one thing to build the farm system, but you expect a smoother transition in a city like Boston. That's the other hard thing about being in a market like ours is when you're looking at it, like we're, we don't have a lot of patience. <laughs> and right. that's, that's like kind of the blunt of it. So fans, after a year, two years of high and bloom, like trying to rebuild, there's gonna be like, nah, fuck it, give me titles, want them, need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, not- vein some titles. Some well, I, I don't, titles. I and I don't think that you have to be winning titles. I think that you have to be competing. I think that you yeah. have to at least give the playable to watch, give them some competitive games, because mm-hmm. what they're putting on the field now is a joke. Yeah. It's nice to see Verdugo start to, you know, develop. He's he's been great. But other than that, <laughs> when you're losing by seven, eight runs each game, no one's gonna watch any game. Right. The guys are just you're picking daisies in the field because you know half the balls are gonna go over the fence. Exactly. I mean, you know, just just look at just look at their drop. I mean, two years ago they won the World Series. Last year they went what, like 86 and like whatever whatever 70 something they were a little bit over 500 and then now they're just fucking abysmal Mm -hmm. i mean it's just been a very hard drop for them so last year was a hard drop though because before all-star break 
they were like second in the league. Uh, they weren't second, but they were they were up there though. And then after All Star break, remember they all literally choked hardcore. And yeah. I mean, I think the problem with Boston, as James was just saying, is we're not used to teams rebuilding. We have been so lucky, especially the Patriots, where rebuilding is not something that Boston does. I mean, it's it. We just don't see it often. That's where I'm disagreeing with you, because you're more used to rebuilding than you think. It just—it's just that the Boston teams have done such a good job building coaches that you haven't noticed it. The Celtics have rebuilt. Yeah, no, no. the Patriots have had to rebuild, like from when Kraft got the team. The Sox have had a couple pockets, but like the biggest example well, is definitely going to be the Celtics. This Celtics think, might be one of the best rebuilds in a long time. What from the NBA. from the big three through the, like from, the middle part of the teens? Yeah, from what they had to where they are now. Look at the superstar, the young superstars that they have now. It's it is amazing. To be fair, also Danny Ainge negotiated I think three first round picks for two aging superstars. <laughs> So, right. You just hit a bucket, though. So. Not even aging, aged. Well, I was I was gonna say, Chris. I think Chris was thinking more the long along the lines of, like in our generation. Like I mean, since we have all been born, we haven't we haven't seen as much of a rebuild as any other of the other cities. The only things that I can remember, and obviously that's like you said, the Celtics, um, and I would even, I would say the Bruins too. The Bruins had a rebuild in like 0405 when they traded away Joe Thornton. Um, I mean, you just don't remember those Bruins because they were just basically unwatchable. I mean, they were just because I was ten. Yeah, yeah. that's why <laughs> like, I don't yeah. remember those Bruins. I mean, because I was ten. When was you think about the 2010s, really yeah. though, too, if you're taking that into consideration, uh, the Red Sox is really your best point here. Which, if a team rebuilds in Boston, you get one bad season, and then the next they're either making playoffs or winning a championship i mean look at you know the red sox in 2012 no i'm sorry 2014 no 2012 i'm i'm all confused here we're atrocious are you talking about about bobby valentine we don't talk about those years that didn't happen Red Sox didn't play that year (laughs) but it wasn't as bad as this year now it's two years in a row for the Sox, and i don't even think so i don't I don't necessarily think 2012 was a rebuild. I just think that 2012 was just – it was just a shitty year to be a Red Sox. Yeah. I mean, Bobby Valentine, absolute shit show of a coach. I mean, you had players drinking beer and smoking in the fucking dugout. I mean, they just did not give a shit that year. And then look at the year Look at the year next. I mean, yeah, you had a couple of pieces, but, like, the core of the team didn't change. The attitude of the team changed, and that's what made the difference. I mean, David Ortiz carried them to a title again. But it all starts. It all starts with that one player. I mean, if, if you don't have Ortiz and not, and you know he's not stepping up, then you don't have that title. Mm-hmm. Shane Victorino, flying Hawaiian baby. Guys, uh, any more thoughts on the Sox before we move on to another Boston nothing. team? Or no, Sox. Uh, yeah, they're yeah. going to get rid of the whole entire team and just have all prospects by the end of the year. Let's not do that. Yeah, Andrew let's not. Roya, who's not playing. Let's not do that. I would. I'd rather go watch a Lowell Spinners game, and they don't even exist anymore. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Oh, oh. Okay, guys. Side note: I was on the podcast with Mike, Chris. Do you remember the Lowell Lock, the Lowell Lock Monsters, the hockey team? 
Loch Ness Monsters. The Loch Ness Monsters. You remember those guys? We used to go all the time. Chucker yes, I know. I was telling. Chucker I know. Free putts. I know. So cool. It was hilarious because do you know who they got bought by? Who? The the devils. So now they're the the. the yeah, you're the right. You're right champions. because they just disappeared from Songus. Yeah, right. Because day. they got bought out by the devils and then became yeah. their affiliate team. Anyway. Oh man, do I miss them? Yeah. We used to but, buy like a raffle, so you ten bucks, you get ten rubber pucks, and you get to chuck the puck on the ice. Who's ever closest to the oh, yes, center ice wins like ton of stuff. Oh, that and was so. I got every time I went a couple times with my dad, and we got upgraded to like glass seats. I got our jersey ones. It was awesome. Yeah, those are those are good times. But hey, so. I mean, we're already on the topic. Let's talk about hockey. Also, hold on real quick. I could be wrong, but um, who is the old Vancouver goalie that was – fuck, Roberto Luongo might have played for the Monsters at one point. He, he may have. He could He could have. Um, I'm going to look it up. Keep going with the Bruins. I don't – he may have, like, before – like Before we were alive. Like, a little bit. No, no, no. It would have been, like – it would have been, would have been, like, right around the time we were born. Because he got drafted in, like, either the late 90s or, like, 99 or, like, early 2000s. Because he, he got drafted by the Panthers and got traded to the Canucks and then went back to the Panthers and then retired. So, um, but, again, on the topic of hockey, obviously we have our Bruins. They got knocked out by Tampa Bay in five. Rest in peace. Uh, on that gravy train, right, James? Gravy train. Gravy train. You can run your bitch because you're on that gravy um, train. Yeah, no, I wow. mean... Wow. Zidane Chara, lock monster. Was he? Yeah. That's actually pretty cool. I like that. Um, Keep going. I got I it. I would say, I mean, I just, I think that, I talked about Mike's, uh, talked to Mike about this on, on taping the shaft, so I won't go into a lot of detail about this. I just think that they just, their hearts weren't in it this, you know, this time around, especially after losing a game in overtime and then getting, like thumped seven to one in game three um i just really don't see why you know like you have you have your starting goaltender your vesna candidate like goaltender franchise goal I mean, franchise but i mean he was up for the Vesna as well um you know he just dropped mm-hmm. out and for for whatever reason i mean you know but you know you have him drop out i mean that just takes the wind out of the sails and it you know, Halak did did well enough, but you can't ask him to be a starting goaltender and take the load in a playoff series when, you know, the defense isn't up to snuff. If you know, if you go, if you understand that. But yeah, I just think that they did a terrible job getting their heart in. And I mean, I watched Game Five, the goal that Krejci scored against um, Vasilevsky. I mean, you know, he had got a lucky bounce, puck goes in. There was just no heart. Like the celebration was terrible. I mean, and again, I'm not, I'm not like. It was just another sign, and I was like, oh, whatever. Like they don't care. Do you know what I mean? What was he? Was he a lock monster? He was a lock monster. Wow, lock good for you. Yes, monster. No, it's lock monster. Are you sure? I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Pretty sure it was the low lockness monsters. We wouldn't have been alive. It was in the. Ni- oh no! Wait, I'm an idiot. I read that as 89. He was in the 99-2000 season. We were very much so alive. Yeah, see, I was so I was right on the, I was right on the time too. I was like in, kind of in between. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah. So I mean, that's pretty cool. Didn't know that. Didn't know Big Z was a Loch Ness monster or a Loch monster or whatever. I either. mean, speaking of Lowell though, like 
Papelbon was on the spinners. Um, well, the spinners were an affiliate, though, so I mean that makes sense. But the yeah, Lock yeah, yeah. Monsters, but like Lock, the Lock Monsters weren't an affiliate with the Bruins, I don't think at all. We saw a lot of players grow up, though. I mean, we really went to That's a lot true. of games, and we saw famous players grow up. That is true. That is true. That's really cool. But I mean, you know, again, as far as the Bruins go, like I said, I didn't think their heart was in the game or in, in that series uh, specifically. I mean, they definitely outclassed Carolina, um, and I knew that they would be fine. Um, but, I mean, in the series that you're playing against Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay is is definitely a deeper team, but you have the talent to take them down. You you know, if you're not in the game, you're not bodying them, if you're not getting the pucks faster, then it's just not going to work out. And it clearly didn't. I mean, losing in five, you got thumped seven to one in game three, like I said. But uh, anybody else have any thoughts on, on the Bruins? I literally uh, never have thoughts on the Bruins. So, I, I, I think... I want to blame it on Rask so bad, but he is absolutely, there's no place to blame it on him at all. He had a family emergency, which I would stand by 10 out of 10 times to go to attend to. But I, I think, blame- no, I, I don't. I like, I want to because he left the team, but you can't. He did nothing wrong. I, I mean, Halak didn't do, um, he had one game where he really did bad. The defenders were, uh, defending was terrible in a couple games. The Bruins, like Zach just said, the heart and soul is just clearly not there towards the end. And I, I they did not want to keep going. They wanted to get out of that bubble. Go yeah. Out. <laughs> oh, here's our no, sponsor. Oh, it's break. Uh, oh, I, I think they're green. Put them in the microwave. Add some water. With some milk. Some cinnamon. Yummy. Honey. That was that was our sponsored oat break. Um. Anyway, so yeah, I uh, yeah, I, I agree with you, Chris. I mean, I just don't think their heart was in it this time around again. Um, yeah, I it's think... too bad to see, but uh, you know, two years in a row when they have the potential to win and they just drop it, it hurts. I don't know if they can do it next year. Last year, I, I, I and I know a lot of people are going to give me flack for this, but yes, he had a good round last year, but Game Seven was completely on two grass. I'm sorry. <laughs> He, he he should have made those saves. He should have made those saves. I I can't blame it on Rask again. The whole team didn't show up in Game Seven. The last whole year. the whole team didn't show up in Game Seven. However, the whole team was showing up in the entire series, and you needed Rask in that last game. I mean, he's he is arguably your best player. That's fair. That's fair. Now, do if your you best think- player doesn't show up again. This is like the Ortiz thing. If your best player doesn't show up and produce, here's a question for you: Do you think Rask has a future still with the Bruins? Do I think he has a future with the Bruins? Yes. Do I want him to? Hell no. I want him out. I I just don't oh, like his attitude. Uh, that's fair. Cool. I just think All that right. I think that time. Sorry, I think that time and time and again, he's just shown the fans and the team that he is not up to the task. Yes, he's a Vesna candidate, but. We need a playoff goalie. We don't need a regular season goalie. Tim Thomas, playoff goalie. That man <laughs> shredded through the playoffs. Zach would literally get naked for Tim Thomas right now. I will live in whatever missile silo he went to after the 2013 season. <laughs> just just to get a chance to smell his hair or something. I don't fucking know. The man would kill for some Tim Thomas in his life. I, love, I fucking love Tim Thomas. Dude, he was 5'10", but his dick was like, I don't know, 10'7". Massive dong. And you measured that? Nailed the clip on that one. Yeah. Oh, no. Great. We're going to lead clip. off the show with... Bro, where does he put it? 10, but his... Um... 
Wow. That's... So on the dick scale, there's Tim Thomas, Blaine Gabbert, or uh, we're not. We're, there's no Blaine Gabbert quote this week, Chris. Don't don't start with Gabbert. Don't start. No, we're not gabbing with Gabbert. Gab God. We're not talking we're about Gabbert. Listen, if we're gonna go anywhere, I can't make airport jokes, okay? So just let's let's get through this next segment. Yeah, who's next? Um, well, we said Blaine Gabbert, so fuck it. Run it with the Patriots. Football. <laughs> Football. Give me some foosball. All right. Foosball. Cam Newton is officially QB one for the Patriots. He's also a team captain. Yeah. Just yeah, to yeah. know. Yeah. Wow. No, I, I I could care less. I'm just saying he's a team captain, which is, again, it should at least show you something as a Patriots fan, Chris, that Belichick has enough faith in him to name him a team captain and to represent the Patriots as an organization. He's your daddy now. No, I'm a Bucks fan. Sorry. I will spread for daddy. Dude, I'm afraid Dude. Of the, the Bucks are going far. They're going deep. This <laughs> is like, what the fuck is going on? The Bucks no, are I was about to say, Cam is looking fucking cut. Dude needs some band-aids. I'm putting everything I own, Bucks winning the Super Bowl. Nope. Not even close. I think they go 9-7. Mean the 2019 Browns? I was just going to say that. <laughs> I have them going 10-6 and, and losing in the wild card. Oh, wait, no, sorry, 10-7. So oh, now the Patriots' season? biggest flaws. Oh, so let's yeah. get into it. Patriots' biggest flaws. <laughs> Their receiving core is very, very flat. But new is now gone. This is young. You're just I mean, scared you of you. I, Chris, I, flat I, is your favorite word. Flat. It's because he ain't got no titties. <laughs> Everything's flat. Just, I, it's flat. Aaron Rodgers, flat. Patriots' receiving core, flat. flat. Earth, Aaron Rodgers, flat. flat. <laughs> this soda, flat. flat. Aaron Rodgers isn't even the Packers' QB one this year. What are you on? Dude, it's clearly Mason Crosby. You're right. Right. Absolutely. You're so J.K. Scott getting oh the nod, dude. dude. They're fucking going to trade for wherever the hell... Oh, fuck. What's his name? The punter? King? Marquette King. Marquette King's Marquette a free King. agent, dude. What do you mean? He is. I Sign him up. Dude, he was on the St. Louis Battlehawks. My, my, guy, my guy was punting on the fucking XFL team. It was great. Love that guy. Oh, but anyway, back to the Patriots. They cut Muhammad Sanu. That's not a shock. I guess it's actually more of a shock because he put so much work in with Cam, but it's not a shock because he's meh. Well, they spent such a high price for him. Yeah, second round pick don't mean shit. I just don't get (laughs) no, but but Belichick is so good with second round picks. I mean, they could have used that. Yeah, I agree. I don't think he is. I think no, no. He's he's eh with first round picks, good with second round picks, and then phenomenal three and, and down. The first round is what eludes him. I mean, he all right. He misses in the first round. So, so Michelle, here, eh. hit or miss. Ready? Okay, second round. Let's see if I can get the list. Hold on. Uh, two thousand. Adrian Clem. Don't know who that is. Okay. Miss. Matt Light. Hit. Hit. Dion Branch, definite hit. Ah, uh, fucking yeah. nailed it. Eugene Dino. Wilson. What? Eugene Wilson. Yeah, no, not in close. All right. Bethel Johnson. Yes, hit. Bethel Johnson was a very... No, hey, before you give me that look, I remember Bethel Johnson. He was a very good special teamer. Okay, so you're three and two. Yeah, three Marquise and two. Marquise Hill. No. So, okay. Chad Johnson. Like the Chad Johnson or a different Chad no, Johnson? No, not Ocho Cinco. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think so. Uh, 
then I would say meh because I remember Chad Johnson on the Patriots, but not and not the Ocho Cinco Johnson either. So was that five and two? No, four and two. Five, four, four five and two. two. Four and four three. And two. Four and three. You're right. You're right. You're right. Four and three. Four and three. Terrence Wheatley. No. Five and three. Really? You give oh. that a hit? All right. Give, three and five. Terrence. Sorry. No. What? No. I mean, oh. We get four. <laughs> Four yeah, and four. Four and four, James. What the we're fuck? Five hundred, dude. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. All right, so again, fi- we're at five hundred right now. Is good. Being good is like a little bit over five hundred. So I mean, all right. You know, Patrick Chung, hit. Yes, hit. Are you kidding me? That's a home five and four. Yeah. Ron Brace. No. Five and five. Yeah. Darius Butler. Uh. I'd say it's a hit. I would say I would Overall. say I give him like a half a point on that. I, I, Six I would and say, five. I'll give it to you. Yeah. All right. Volmer seven and five. Yes. yes. Gronk eight and five. Uh no. Um. Yeah. Gronk Gronk automatically gets some fucking like seven points because he's a hall. That's not. That's not how this works. Number I don't one, give a fuck. It's works. gonna be how this goddamn works. He drafted. He drafted the best t- tight end of all time in the second round. Give it to him. Eight and five. Jermaine Cunningham. Yeah, no, nah, I wouldn't call that. No. no. Eight and six. Spikes. Yes, yeah. I would. Nine and six. Raz E. Dowling. No. Uh-uh. He was never good. Eight and seven. Shane Vereen. Yes, I would give Shane yeah. Vereen a good. He played. Nine and seven. Shane Vereen played very good in that. Um, uh, Tavon Wilson. Tavon Wilson, yes. Ten and seven. What is the question here? I missed this whole thing. <laughs> We're doing hit and miss on uh, Bill Belichick's picks in the second round. And then why are you saying 10 and 7? Because 10 hits, 7 misses. It's pretty standard format. Hits and misses for what? Okay. If the draft pick was good or not. Just keep going. Amy Collins hit, right? Oh, yes. Aaron Dobson. Don't try to sell me on that no, being a hit. Absolutely. Why would I Aaron Dobson was eleven and eight. Aaron Dobson was awful. This is gonna be an interting one. Jimmy G. Uh, yeah, I think so that's a hit um, in, for a second round quarterback. Okay, but, okay, again. This is for the Patriots. His record for the Patriots is flawless. He didn't have a loss. So yes, I think it's a hit. And he netted more graphics. <laughs> yes. Twelve and whatever we are. I think it's like twelve and nine. 12 and 8. No, I think it's lower than that. 12 and 7. 12 and 7. 12 and 6 or 12 and 7. 7. No, 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 no. It's 12 and 8. 12 and 8. Yeah, that's what I thought. 12 and 8. Jordan Richards. Yes, because he played safety for four or five years. 13 and 8. Cyrus Jones. No, no, they cut him after a year. 13 and 9. Terrible returner. Duke Dawson. (laughs) No, no, they Yeah, I was like, do not call Duke Dawson a hit. That's 13 and 10. No, okay. And that, I guess, is up to 2018. Doesn't count 2019. Slash 20. Who's? Oh, 2019. 2019 to 20 is this this previous draft class? Yeah. 20 to 21, right? Joe Juan Williams. Joe Juan Williams, there's still... eh. Indifferent. So we'll leave it at that. So 13 and 10? Right. And what did I say good was? Like a little bit over 500. 500 and above? Yeah, I mean, so it's I, fine. Uh, yeah, but you're saying he's great in the second round. I don't think Bill Belichick's great in the second no, round. No, he said he was good in the round. second round and then great in the later round. Right, like he's yeah, that's he's, his bread and butter. He's 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 mediocre in the first round, good in the second round, and then like 
phenomenal in the later rounds. Like he knows how to find that like third or below talent. Um, and just get you know Chase Winovich. Just finds example. people that are gonna work. Like I mean, look at Ch- look at how Chase Winovich is gonna is, is did last year. I mean, he he had a phenomenal rookie year. Um, and I just think he's gonna be a beast this year, especially with Uche pairing up with them, Michigan buddies. Oh, Michigan, my buds. I'm excited for what this young defense looks like next year. Um, I'm excited for what the young offense can do with Cam. We'll see. Yeah, it should be interesting. I just want to see him, you know, not have that hesitation in his mind, and just he needs, just needs to make a decision quicker. I think I think what gets him in trouble a lot is his indecision, whether to pass or run the ball. I mean, just look at how he did in his MVP season. There was no indecision. Fifteen and one for the Panthers. He had a phenomenal year. But the years after, it's it's it was all about his indecision and obviously his injuries too. But. I, I trust if Cam can stay healthy, I think he will be a solid leader for the offense. Yeah, I, I think he will. I, I think he's going to have a solid year if he stays healthy. Who, Newton? Yeah. Uh, he's a one-year deal. That doesn't necessarily mean he can't have a good year, though. I, th- I think he's probably worked a lot on his throwing yeah, and worked a sure. lot on his reads and mechanics. And I think that he's going to be able to go out there and run that offense. He's got some interesting weapons. And I, I think that with his skill set, he'll be able to make it happen. And he's in a new system, which I like. And, and I don't like, I really, I really hate like trying to compare the two teams. The receiving core for, for uh, Carolina is not all that far off from <laughs> how, what we have in New England, Chris. I mean, Nate, Nate really give me a, a, a star wide receiver on that Panther team on the time that he was, like, he was there. Yeah, like DJ's first season. Steve Smith. I wouldn't even count. No, but he wasn't. Steve Smith wasn't there with Cam. In 2015? No, he was on the Ravens. So, Drew, I like what you're saying, though, because I actually I gained a lot of respect. Hold on, Chris. Hold on. They're in a side conversation. I'm trying to keep it in a main conversation here. Go ahead, Chris. This is the mass episode. We'll do the main one next week. (laughs) I like what you're saying, Drew, because I gained a lot of respect for Cam Newton in the sense where he didn't come in here and try to have the whole offense form around him. Mm -hmm. He came in here, worked with everyone, and clearly worked his ass off to impress Bill Belichick. Right. And this is going to be a test, I think, that really proves his worth because he's not going out there with star, you know, a whole stacked team of star wide receivers. He has some great running backs that, I mean, Sony, for example, if he's healthy this year and shows up is an easy, easy running back core with James White and Lamar Miller, if they decide to use him. But it's just, I mean, He's going to have to prove himself to throw to Edelman and Harry, Jacoby Myers, and then most of them are mostly rookies after that. Devin Asiasi. Right, but, but also, but also don't. Say it right? Yeah. Asiasi's fine, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, that's how you say it. Um, fine. <laughs> Asiasi's fine, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, you know, if, if you really want to give it to Robbie Pye, you can go all see but, you know. I guess we're not. I guess we're not uh, Foghorn Leghorn. So let me ask you guys this to cut the weird, the weird pause. Who do you think we see cut again before Saturday? Because right now that Michael Jackson dude's out. 
he just beat it, and then uh, they cut Barnett or something like that. Um, I didn't really see all the cuts. Obviously, Muhammad Sanu was probably the biggest one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not he, Muhammad Sanu just looked so, and excuse me for using the term of Chris, flat on the field. Just Who else like, can they really cut? I mean, about, it, it has I to be a defensive. Twenty cut. plus more players. <laughs> yeah, I know they need to get down to fifty-three by what tomorrow or something. Saturday. Saturday. Four. Uh, yeah, but that includes your practice squad. So right now, practice squad well, is included. So, so look you do for your them, regular look practice for them, squad, and then the- I mean, it's really down to a few, and most of it I think is on defense because you're keeping your running back core at least mm-hmm. three. Right. I no. Well, I think you're definitely cutting a running back. I mean, you're not going to keep James White, Rex Burkhead, Damian Harris. Uh, Lamar Miller, Sony I I don't see why you don't put Burkhead as a fullback running back duo. Keep him as your goal well, line. Burkhead's, well, Burkhead's not a fullback though. I mean, he's not the type of player that you can put in a fullback. It's not like you know putting Legarrette Blunt in there. Like Legarrette Blunt could could actually be a fullback and block. Rex Burkhead's not that kind of back. He's a satellite back, almost like James White. I mean, he just like I don't know. I feel like he looks bigger because he's a bald white guy. I don't know if that makes a difference, but I, I just feel like that's the stipulation. Am I wrong, though? Like, do you get the same feeling? Am I wrong? I, kind of. I, I, I disagree, but also, that, that kind of points at cutting Burkhead. Like between, like small, too. I mean, you're cutting, you're literally cutting Burkhead. Of, it's, it's either James White, Lamar Miller, Michelle, or Burkhead. No, well, because Bolden's not, not in it anymore. You can't cut Bolden, and he was great on special teams. Well, yeah, you're not. But don't forget, you're not cutting. You're 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 putting Bolden in as a, an RB slash special teamer. But obviously, his position is is running back. You're not cutting him. You're not cutting Matthew Slater. I mean, he's gonna keep his special teamers. I mean, that's why the Patriots have had the best special teams in the league since 2000. They just mm-hmm. know what they're doing. Oh, they're losing now. Fucking they. Mm-hmm. Um. I just I think I think they cut Lamar Miller. I mean, I, I heard he's not having a great camp. I mean, he's only 28, but like, you know, I feel like the Patriots are going to be just fine with what they have. I'm glad they took a flyer out on them, but you know, there are other pieces there that they need to keep. And I just think Lamar Miller will be fine going somewhere else. I mean, I think I think they really should just run with, you know, uh, James White is going to be their main guy in satellite back, pairing him up with Sony Michelle and uh, um, Damian Harris. I think Damian Harris is going to be huge. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> no, I mean, Damian Harris has been a stud. He just kind of, I was surprised he went to the Patriots at that time because he was behind James White. And at that time, what's his face from the. Um, Fucking Bengals, I can't think of who tore his Achilles game or not even game one. And Sony. Dude, why can't I think of his name? Who was it? Who? The running back who we got from wow we who you guys got from the Bengals. Jeremy Hill. Free agent. Jeremy Jeremy Hill. Hill. Jeremy Hill. He's always Hill. It was Michelle. It was White. And then they still got Damian Harris, who I guess long-term investment great. Because Damian Harris is probably gonna pay off this year. That's why they didn't probably go for Leonard Fournette, if we're going to be honest. Yeah. Good point. Why did we get a more affordable version of Leonard Fournette for an extended amount of time? Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like Leonard Fournette is just a downhill runner. I mean, 
he's good, but yep, yeah, I don't know. I'm into it, but I, I don't think he would have done well in their system. I, I'm not gonna lie though, I will cream my jeans if they get off the camera. It sounds like he's off the block. I wouldn't hold your breath. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. No. I. I, um, I mean, I, it's just bizarre. That whole that whole thing was bizarre. Like I don't. I didn't understand that. But I mean, like, you know. I think. I. I really think Kamara was just didn't even realize that the Saints were like trying to talk to him. And they were like, well, Kamara's not trying to talk to us. We're putting him on the trade block. And then he heard, and he was like, what the fuck is going on? No, I mean, they had contract negotiations before that. Yeah, it just collapsed. the Saints claimed Kamara... that they just abruptly stopped. And they were like, we're going to put him on the trade block. And he was like, right. what? He was like, I'm totally willing to work with you guys. Where did this come <laughs> from? Because he went and talked to him the next day. That's funny. Um, it worked. Yeah, I mean, the Saints did, so... It, that's fair. That's fair. I wanna. I, I just want to gauge you guys on. You know. I mean, is there any? I mean, I know we've already done our, our episodes on how how all the NFL teams' outlooks are gonna be. Um. But like, you know, seeing you know at least seeing some of this training camp and hearing what's been going on. Cam obviously being promoted to the starter team captain. Yeah, Packers are flat. Uh. Yeah, sure. You're just mad because your team's gonna be worse this year. Yeah, sure, sure. Um. I hear a bet developing. In the Packers? I don't know. But I hear a bet see. developing. I hear a bet developing too. Drew, Chris, hash it out. You smell that. I smell it. <laughs> Boy. God damn. Smell like a dough. Surprise. surprise. God damn. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Love it. No? Any bets? Oh, no, nothing. Are you kidding me? Wow, this is bullshit. I would have already bet my left testicle. Hey, well, we're putting bets. I missed that part. Yeah, we thought you and Drew had a bet developing between you and who was going to finish with the worst record. Oh, no. Apparently I'm not. not. Money on, I ain't putting money on the NFL this year, other than the box. Chris, you are going to lose a lot of money. money on the yes, box. you are. You are going to lose a lot of money if you put any money probably, down on the box. yeah. Yep. Unless you put them down for a wild card exit, then you'll probably win Boku. The box? Yep. Yeah. They're probably like plus 12,000 right now. I'll put 12,000 in. No. <laughs> what? No. Sir, cease and desist. <laughs> Sir, that may be the stupidest thing that has ever been said in this room. Everyone here has lost at least five <laughs> IQ points. I don't have 12,000 to my name, so that was clearly a joke. No, I know that, but I was also quoting Billy Madison. So Celtics. <laughs> Thanks, James. Love you, bud. Yes, no, the only thing keeping Boston alive. Uh, well, um, as we were doing Destiny. Uh, still on commercial. Um, the Celtics are playing right now. They're tied. They're tied 95 with the Raptors. In, they started off four. slow today, though. They they did they did start off slow, but I mean they they made a comeback and they had a 10 point lead in the ha- uh, at the end of the half. So I mean the Raptors need this kind of urgency if they want to keep up with the Celtics. I mean Celtics. I mean, they're two on nothing on the series. They really start off that slow. They scored 33 in the first quarter. Well, I think he maybe just means like the first part of the quarter. Celtics are the only team right now that have figured out the Raptors, in the bubble at least, because the Raptors have been on a tear. I think they average less than 100 points against us in the three games we played in the bubble. Two of well, they're going to the hit 100 points tonight. But I mean, the Celtics are on a tear too. Well, yeah, the Celtics haven't lost a game in the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 
I mean, I, it really, I, it just. No, they, that's true. They, they look, swept the Sixers. Yeah, I mean, they look like a complete. Only the team. second round. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Fuck Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. Say that. Oh, speaking of shit. I just realized oh. that oh, there's a fucking hockey game on too. I mean, I'm not paying attention to that. Can you look up that score? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, the Celtics look like a really good team. I, I like uh, Robert Williams. Um, Robbie. Oh, oh, four three. Let's go, Isles. Um, yeah, I like Robert Williams. I mean, I think he's becoming that like big that they needed. I mean, I feel like there was an absence of that that presence the past two years. I just think Al Horford was a fucking scrub. I mean, it is. Now he's on Philadelphia being overpaid. Oh, he is. Oh, God. Grossly overpaid. That sucks. It's good for us, though. I mean, I I like Robbie. He obviously had his, like, attitude issues coming in with the whole, like, missing a meeting or something like that the first year and then missing practice, sleeping. But he's he's been busting it recently. Yeah, he's been busting it. I mean, Jalen's been doing his thing. Fucking Jason's just going off. Uh, My God. Marcus. The last game was beautiful. Yeah, and Kemba, and I, I don't know what his stat line is right now, but in the first first half, he had what twenty points. Yeah, Kemba's yeah. just been a good facilitator out there. Which is yeah, what we I needed, have we a, need a veteran player to do that. Right. I mean, I I think you know you get a similar skill set from him in Kyrie, but you're not getting all the selfishness of Kyrie. I think he's he like you said, he's a better facilitator. He gets mm-hmm. the ball to the playmakers, and he he himself can be a playmaker. I mean. He's a huge reason why they're tied, you know, in this game. And not only that, a huge reason why they haven't won, a, haven't lost a fucking game in the playoffs. Chris, you had a question? Yeah, it doesn't have to do with the Celtics, though. Can someone okay. enlighten me on this Gianna, uh, Giannis and Pippen talks going on? Yeah, G- uh, Gianna who? You gotta you gotta specify which Gianna this this is. Giannis. Giannis and, is it, what, is it Giannis Gianna A from and the like deli? Gianna B from the supermarket. From the Gianna box. T from oh the hair God. shop. I'm gonna kill. I you. haven't heard anything about this. Have they been shit talking? Uh oh no. So um, so someone uh, I forget who it was, but it was on Richard ESPN. Jefferson compared Giannis to Scottie Pippen. Scottie Pippen, and he was he's not he doesn't have his Michael. And so basically what that means, Chris, is once Scotty well, No, they're saying he's not like Michael Jordan. He can't run a team. He's needs right. someone better than him there to have him be great. Which is right, yeah. Wild. Yeah. He yeah, needs okay. to shine off the light wild. of something else. Yeah, no, wild. And, um and uh, I saw I saw like a spin-off tweet of something like this too, and like someone brought LeBron into this conversation, and LeBron's like, the fuck are you talking about? What do you mean? Like I Look, look at my stats. Like, what? No, shut the fuck up. It was pretty funny. I don't like LeBron, but I mean, that was pretty funny. Can't stand LeBron. I just think he's a baby. <laughs> Go drink wine with your kids, weirdo. Okay. So every family <laughs> in Italy is, has just been dissed, apparently. Oh, yeah. All right. Anyone got anything else? Boston College football. It's going to be great in three years. They have cool uniforms. Okay. Yeah, the red bandana yeah, uniforms. The unis are sick. I love those. Sick. Can we get some? Maybe. I'm sure they'll have them on for sale or for some kind of charity. Yeah, I definitely want to get some. Zach, get them off that website you use. Yeah, get them off your Chinese website, Zach. Try to get a Luke Keekley jersey and see how badly they butcher it. Ooh. It's going to be like K-E-E-K-E-L-E. It just says quiche. No, it's 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 going to be Keekley because it's goddamn thighs. 
Has anyone checked in on Luke Keekley recently? Is, no, have you? He's still doing well. Is he fat now? I don't. I hope Did he not. reverse Joe Thomas? <laughs> oh wow, yeah, Joe Thomas got shredded after that. Joe Thomas got got. Dude, he no, nah, he was. I mean, he had he had TBS, but like, I think his retirement just cured that. And for those of you that don't know what TBS is, it's a disease that was invented just for me, thick boy syndrome. Thick boy syndrome. Thick, thick boy. All right. Well, since we're on the end of the show, I wanted to actually ask you guys this. I was talking about this at work. Uh, I want you to give me your coach. I want two coaches. I want a quarterback, a running back, a tight end, and a receiver. And maybe one IDP for your worst all-time team. Ooh. Worst all-time team? Yeah, because my coaching staff is all-time bad. It is Freddie and um, my God, Jeff Fisher. Ooh. Okay, I would I would have Jeff Fisher in there, but my head coach would be Marvin Lewis. Ooh, I was tempted to take Hugh, but I went against Hugh. Yeah, yeah. I also don't think Marvin Freddie Lewis is necessarily Hugh. that bad. He's just like not great. Dude, Marvin Lewis is trash. He in the comparison five, of all-time he, bad coaches. All-time bad coaches? Are you kidding me? Did Marvin Lewis win a fucking playoff game in his entire career? That doesn't matter. I mean, he still made it to the playoffs. It's at least a decent matter. coach. It doesn't matter. You have to be that bad of a coach if you have a team that makes the playoffs. Right, quarterback, Mark Sanchez. Oh, Mark Sanchez is a good thing. Is this a collective thing? I, nah, I, I, they're I, individuals. Fuck nah, it. I was just doing whatever. Because, like, I'm taking Chip Kelly... Oh. oh shit! I didn't even think of good old Chip. Yeah, Chip Chippy boy is yeah, uh, <laughs> Chippy boy is wrong. Chip was I, bad. I, I would one. take Jeff Fisher, but that seems a little mainstream. You'll, you'll get you'll get perennially Nate out of at least. A Jeff little Fisher. too mainstream for me. I like my organically <laughs> raised <laughs> Jeff Fisher. It's because he's on that commercial now. It's too mainstream. I want to go Rex Ryan and his foot fetish. Oh my god! Yes, I forgot about foot that. Foot fetish Rex Ryan. Oh. Gave him way too many opportunities to be a head can coach. We go, can we go Rob Ryan and, like, the fucking uh, – oh, God. You know who he looks like? I'm just thinking about this. This is going to be a throwback to, like, when Tiger King was actually a thing. Do you know the, the – the like, the third guy that was on it? Oh, Joe Exotic. No, not – God damn it. <laughs> oh, no, Joe Exotic. No, not Joe Exotic. Carol Baskin. Not, not Carol Baskin, the other guy. That her goddamn dead bitch. No, not her husband. Not the dead husband or the one that's alive. Is it Joe Exotic? The oh. guy with the long hair. Yes, oh, the guy oh, with oh Joe Exotic. Doc Antle. Yes, dude. Rob Ryan looks like fucking Doc Antle. Give me Rob Ryan. No. Yes, he does. No. Yes, he, does. yes he does. I don't see that. No. Oh, come on. The fucking long white beard and the long hair. Yes, he does. When I see Rob Ryan, I, the first thing that comes to my mind is Deadliest Catch. Like someone that's been out to sea for like eight months. And is like the oh, captain okay. of a ship and just has no clue what he's doing. Actually, the first thing I think about when I think of Rob Ryan is he was actually a Patriots coach at one point. Okay, so quarterback. Mark I just don't know how to transition all these fucking things. What's your, who's your quarterback? Wide receiver. Oh, Wrong quarterback. You already said oh, quarterback. quarterback. Fucking give me Jamarcus. Come on, hurry up. Yeah, give me Jamarcus. Yeah. Jamarcus, yeah. Jamarcus was my pick. That's easy. Dude, it's, so it's either him or Leaf. I mean, come on. One, yeah. either, either or. Leaf would so, have been a good one. I So, I mean, you know, can you pick someone that's currently in jail? Wait, if no. That's the case, Give me Johnny Manziel. Oh. <laughs> He's wearing the Browns hat, too. Yeah. He's wearing the Browns hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Baker right. Mayfield. We're bringing you back to that era, James. 
James, do you, does this look familiar? Dude, I loved it. I was a big Johnny guy. Hey, you know, the lobster claws. You gotta do it. Oh, he sucked. He was so ah, bad. he was terrible. Uh, no, I mean, I would stick. I would, I would stick still with, go with. Jamarcus, I would stick with Jamarcus. I mean, oh my god, that dude was a meatloaf. Yeah, that was. Holy that was shit! Yeah, but he could throw a ball real far. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm like sure that. he could. So far, so far, that right. career went down the hill faster than, <laughs> faster than his fucking probably his fucking forty time. That was a great Rosec. Thanks for sharing. Chris, who's your receiver? Who do you got? Ari. Is um, that who you were going to bring up or you said running back? Honestly, receivers are tough, but I'm kind of He already of said his name and I'm going to use him. Huh? <laughs> I think I know exactly who you're going with. <laughs> you're going all time worse. This is, this I is might go Josh Gordon just because... What? Okay. Uh, listen. What? He's not all listen, time. Let me explain myself. Okay. Hey, this is the just because he's a known team, receiver and he's just unreliable because, you know, then he has a, you know, he's out for a season, then he's back, and then he's out for another season, then he's yeah, back. But we're assuming these players are playing. We okay, want to so make then, the worst team on so, the field. So if we're saying that, then we can say. Okay, yeah, for worst, worst team possible, definitely not. Um. Oh no, pass some receivers. <laughs> Chris is going a no receiver core. Wow, that's <laughs> uh, his all time worst team, team possible. Let's see how that strategy works out for him. Um, wide receivers. Um, give me Dobson. I, I was, yeah, I, I was going to say, give me, give me Aaron Dobson at least for Patriots. I mean, he was garbage yeah. when they drafted him. Oh, but there was another, there was another wide receiver that they drafted in like the mid two thousands. That was just fucking disturbingly bad, and I don't go back remember. to the Browns. You could say Terrell Pryor. I wouldn't put him on the all-time bad team. I wouldn't put him on the all-time bad team because he's a fucking quarterback. He had one moment. He had one moment, but I mean, he was also a quarterback too. So I mean, the fact that he had a thousand-yard season after transitioning from being a quarterback, I wouldn't put him on the all-time worst wide receiver. What a year it was! Are you kidding me? Come on, he had a great year. Yeah, I mean, it was a great year. But pretty again, sure that was the zero and sixteen year, if I'm right. Must probably. I mean, you know. You gotta have a bright spot somewhere, right? Hey. hey I have my right. running back. Hey. I have my running back. Who? We're still Lawrence on wide receiver. Maroney. Lawrence Maroney's a good oh. one. I feel like you could pick Patriots as blankly on this one. <laughs> yeah, and Zach used Patriots. to watch the games, and he literally <laughs> I feel run like in I place just... for a solid two minutes and then wonder why he got tackled. Well, no, uh, I mean, like... I, I never understood why he did it. And like, oh, did they just lose? Yep. Oh, that sucks. The Celtics? Yeah. Fuck. 104 to 103 on a last second three pointer. Fuck. That hurts. That's fun. Damn. Um, well, running see. back, all time spike and drop, Jonas Gray. Oh, wow. Yeah, good call. Um, I guess yeah, another no. one, if you want to keep going through tight end, fucking Scott Chandler for oh, Patriots. Is this, is this Patriots roast? I feel like it is. I mean, might as well. Fuck it. Yes, give me Scott Chandler. Uh, uh, oh, my God. Wide receiver. Hold on. Fucking, oh, what was his name? Brandon LaFell. No, well, Brandon LaFell was good for us. Um, Kembrell Tompkins. Kembrell Tompkins was okay. That was the show ponies. And <laughs> Tompkins the- I hated. I didn't like him, but I mean, again, show ponies and where's the beef. Best Scott Solak quote I've ever heard in my entire life. Um, 
Michael Floyd. Michael uh -huh. Floyd. That's was a good one. God awful oh. for the Patriots. He had that one like nasty block on that like slant route for Julian Edelman when they were in Miami um, 2014. But I swear to God that man had like oven mitts on his hands. He couldn't catch anything. Uh, oh wait. I think we, uh, we we overlooked a couple for quarterback. We we jumped so quickly to Jamarcus. Well, like, can we talk about Brock Osweiler? Oh, <laughs> uh, Brock Star, dude. Oh. What about Matt Schaub? Matt Schaub had one good year and then was an absolute dog shit for yeah. the rest of his career. TJ Yates. Oh. Yates of hell, dude. Oh my god. Oh, oh Swag Kelly. Dan Orlovsky. Brandon Weed. Running out of the end zone. Wait, what about Mason Rudolph? I think he, he jumped up relatively near yeah, the top Mason of the list. Yeah, Mason Rudolph and his concussions. Definitely what about Duck there. Hodges? Duck Hodges has to be up for total. <laughs> no, I don't think Duck Hodges is quite there. He's decent, at least. Dude, Better than Mason Rudolph. Give me He's famous a serviceable James. backup. Give me Jameis. Mike Glennon. You're oh, no. You're a liar if you think Jameis is on the all-time bad team. Dude, his, his, his just, just take away his touchdowns, his picks alone. Come on. Okay, but put in his touchdowns and look at how that skews it. All right, yeah. So put in his touchdowns and look at it again, and it's fucking terrible. Good. It'll be about the same as Bill Belichick's second-round record. Yeah, but, you know, hitting on draft oh, well, picks and hmm. hitting on draft picks and throwing a football are two different mechanisms. Look, I, just because James Winston doesn't be, understand that his team is not 22 people drafting doesn't mean. throwing the fucking football. I don't know about you, but if I'm hitting 55% of my passes, I'm dog shit. If I'm hitting 55% of my draft picks, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, Would you fuck yourself? Uh, Google game's shit. Damn. All right, end the fucking bro. show, Zach. <laughs> Put me out of my misery. All right. Uh, well, I don't know about you guys, but I got nothing else. Anybody have anything else to say before we go? No. Ghoulie gang for life, I guess. Jameis Winston's fine. Jameis Winston is not fine. Jameis is fine. No. Greatest dynasty pick I've got. Oh, God. Thank you, uh, Boda World, for listening <sighs> to our Boston-themed... <laughs> The Boston Massacre. Ooh, Mass Appeal. Ooh. Ooh. You're welcome. So are you like, are you trying to run a spinoff? Is this Toba oh, Sports all over again, Chris? What? Never mind. Jesus Christ. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in for Botacast. Again, you can always find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, podcast, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, any of those fucking weird ones that you might listen to. I don't know. Uh, also, guys, YouTube. Check us out on YouTube. All the video content yeah. that we'll be doing is up on there. Uh, all of our podcasts are also going up on there, so you guys can mm -hmm. watch us while we do the podcast. I don't know why the fuck you want to do that, because... Not gonna lie, we're pretty, some pretty fucking ugly kids. But... Bro, I'm handsome as hell. All right, James, you pretty fucking you're using sexy over there with those rolled up sleeves. That's not intentional. That's just there. I know. A farmer's stand. <laughs> but uh, again, thank you guys so much uh, for Drew, for Chris, for James. I'm Soggy Boy. We love you. Stay soggy. Stay beautiful. No, stay soggy. Don't say beautiful. Stay beautiful. No, stay soggy. No, you want to stay soggy. Thank you for listening, guys. We look forward to uh, bringing you more next time. Stay soggy. Stay soggy. Stay soggy. Stay soggy. I get to hit the button. Stay beautiful. Stay soggy. Damn, it didn't stop yet. Stay beautiful.